Did you know that the first words uttered by man from the surface of the moon were not the ones that most people think? The first words as documented by NASA's audio files were contact light. These words were uttered by astronaut Buzz Aldrin. The irony of these words is that not only was this the first time that humans contacted the surface of another heavenly body, but it was the first time that Freemasonry or Masonic light made physical contact with the moon. Among the personal items that Buzz Aldrin brought with him on this historical flight, he brought a Masonic flag. Yes, the second man to walk on the surface of the moon was a Freemason. Let's explore the connection between Freemasonry and the moon and how these events set in motion the future establishment of the first Masonic Lodge on the surface of the moon. All this and more on this episode of The Winding Stairs. You have arrived at The Winding Stairs, a program dedicated to Masonic education and the art of self-improvement. I'm your host, Juan Sepulveda, and I thank you for spending some time with me today learning about the connection between Freemasonry and the moon. On July 20th, 2022, we will be celebrating 53 years since the human race set foot on the surface of the moon. The Apollo 11 mission was crewed by Commander Neil Armstrong, Command Module Pilot Michael Collins, and Lunar Module Pilot Buzz Aldrin. In my research, I found some amazing details about the connection between Freemasonry and the lunar landing. Stay with me till the end to learn how one day there may even be a Masonic Lodge on the moon. But first, I would like to say thank you to our exclusive group of supporters on Patreon. Through their support, they make programs like this possible. They also earn some very cool perks in the process. More details about it later on the show. Let's start by getting to know the first Freemason to set foot on the lunar surface. His birth name is Edwin Eugene Aldrin. We may know him as Buzz Aldrin because Buzz was his nickname, but also because he legally changed his name to Buzz in the early 1980s. In Buzz Aldrin's official website, this nickname is attributed to his sister's Faye Ann's mispronunciation of the word brother, which became buzzer. Another interesting fact, by fate or by coincidence, his mother's name was Marion Moon. Sadly, she never got to see her son reach the moon as she died a year prior to the lunar landing. Buzz Aldrin graduated from the U.S. Military Academy, West Point in New York, in 1951. He proceeded to have an impressive military career as a fighter pilot for the U.S. Air Force. He continued his education, and in 1963, he wrote a dissertation on orbital mechanics. He wrote a dissertation on orbital mechanics and earned a Ph.D. from MIT in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Later that same year, he was chosen by NASA to become an astronaut. Now to his Masonic background. Brother Aldrin was initiated at Oak Park Lodge number 864 in Montgomery, Alabama, passed and raised at Lawrence Greenleaf Lodge number 169 in Denver, Colorado. By the time he went to the moon, he was a member of Clear Lake Lodge number 1417 in Seabrook, Texas. When the Grand Lodge of Texas learned that one of their own was going to travel to the moon, they appointed Buzz Aldrin as a special deputy to the Grand Master of Texas. But why, you may ask? In the special deputation documents, which traveled to the moon and back, 
an armed permanent display at the Grand Lodge of Texas. It reads, the Grand Lodge of Texas, I authorize him to claim Masonic territorial jurisdiction for the most worshipful Grand Lodge of Texas, ancient, free, and accepted Masons on the moon. This means that official steps were taken at the time to claim the moon, or at least the area of the Sea of Tranquility, Masonically for the Grand Lodge of Texas. So if a lodge were to be constituted on that officially claimed territory, it may only be under the jurisdiction of the Grand Lodge of Texas. The Winding Stairs is made possible by FreemasonryArt.com, the Masonic art store where I share the creations that I make. I recently created a Masonic pin display apron where you can proudly show all the pins in your collection. Every pin tells a story. It reminds you of that day where you met some brothers or that day when you had an incredible initiatic experience. If you have your pins confined to the darkness of a drawer, bring them from darkness to light by proudly displaying them in one of our Masonic pin display aprons. To see them and place an order today, go to freemasonryart.com. Quick question. Are you as impressed by these details as I am? Are you enjoying this content thus far? If so, please make sure to like and subscribe to this channel and share with at least one person who will find this valuable. The documents and orders from Texas were not the only Masonic thing that traveled to the surface of the moon. When the Supreme Council of the Scottish Rite Southern Jurisdiction learned that Buzz Aldrin was going to the moon, they thought it would be a great idea for him to take an item of Masonic significance on his journey. They gave him a beautifully hand-embroidered flag adorned with the double-headed eagle emblem of the Scottish Rite and a square and compass, among other Masonic symbols. Buzz Aldrin took this flag with him to the moon and returned it safely to Earth. On September 16 of 1969, Aldrin visited the Scottish Rite House of the Temple in Washington, D.C. with his father, who was also a Scottish Rite Mason, and returned the flag to Grand Commander Luther S. Smith. That flag is now part of the permanent collection at the Museum of the Scottish Rite House of the Temple. I've had the privilege of seeing it in person and thinking it's absolutely amazing. You should check it out. Inspired by the rich connection between the moon landing and Freemasonry, the Grand Lodge of Texas chartered a lodge called Tranquility Lodge Number no. 2000 in Waco, Texas. As you know, the Apollo 11 mission landed in the lunar plane called the Sea of Tranquility, hence the name. According to the Grand Lodge of Texas, this lodge was established for the purpose of promoting, encouraging, conducting, and fostering principles of Freemasonry, and to assist in promoting the health, welfare, education, and patriotism of children worldwide. Now, let's talk about the first Masonic Lodge on the moon. In the Books of Masonic Law of the Grand Lodge of Texas, it says the following about the Moon Lodge. Tranquility Lodge number 2000 shall operate under the provisions of this article and as modified from time to time by this Grand Lodge until such time as it can relocate to its rightful place in or near the Sea of Tranquility on the moon of planet Earth. And upon relocation, it shall apply to this Grand Lodge for a charter as a regular lodge. And when such charter is granted, this article shall, shall become null and void. Fun fact, if you are a Mason, pay attention, Membership in this lodge is open to Masons from Texas and to Masons from any lodge that is recognized and it's in amity with the Grand Lodge of Texas. 
Want to be a member of the first Masonic Lodge on the moon? Find the link in the show notes and let them know that Juan Sepulveda sent you. I'll see you on the moon. I want to extend a special thanks to Brother Robert Marshall, co-host of Historical Lied Masonic Podcast, for his indispensable assistance in the research for this episode. Now, I have a question for you. How do you think that a Masonic Lodge on the moon would look like? Leave me a comment with your description. I can't wait to peer into your imagination and visualize with you how it would look. If you enjoyed this content, I would ask you to please consider supporting us as an exclusive member of our patron group. By being a member, you can help us make decisions on future episode topics. You can help us with equipment and software. But you may ask, what's in it for me? Well, we try to offer as much value as we can to you by providing you early access to our episodes, by giving you a voice and a vote on the topics that come ahead. We also give you a special limited edition pin that you can see by visiting patreon.com slash Juan Sepulveda. At any level that you choose to support us, Thank you. Oh, I have to show you something. 2019 marked the 50th anniversary of the lunar landing. And inspired by that milestone, I designed a Masonic shirt that I think you're going to like. This shirt design features the moon, the year AL 5969, and a quote that says, when a man reaches new worlds, masonry will be there. The design has some hidden symbols in it, so go to thewindingstairs.com to see it. I hope that you found this episode edifying and that you choose to join me again next time as we continue our journey up the winding stairs.